kick us off, my brother. Yes, sir. Welcome back once again, PNB Podcast, episode 113. Back in the building, it's your boy The Truth, live and on schedule. You know what I mean? <laughs> on schedule. Yeah, man. We 30 out here. We, thir- we 30 out here, so we, we always on time. Bro. Oh, you talking about your... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we 30, so we always on time. But I'll let y'all introduce yourselves since I didn't do it last time. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Uh, see, see Danny. I'm screaming, well... Just to let y'all know, she's already out here in these streets, baby. She is new and improved. One of y'all, y'all microphones rubbing on y'all shirts. There you go. There you go, my brother. Because I got AirPods now. Oh, um, excuse me. My bad. Well, how you get those? I paid for them. You tried it. She posed one little picture of her man. And now y'all think she don't got it for herself. She been independent. Hey, that's funny as shit, though. Tried it. That's hilarious. Tried it. But he did give me this, though. Yeah, okay. Okay. The match is set. (laughs) Great. Make sure it's coordinated. It's giving hello. Hello. What'd you say? Hold on. Hold on. Let me check my wrist. Let me... Actually, wait, where's my phone? I don't even know where my phone. Let me ping my phone. You, you know, the I first know. thing niggas do when they get the Apple Watch, they tra- they start what? tracking their steps and shit. Oh, yeah. It's too much. That's definitely what I got told. Yeah, uh, we could link our little circles. <laughs> you said link our little circles. <laughs> our little circles. I was like, what are yeah, you talking close, about? Closing you know, the so, shit. You know. Is this a love language? Because I don't hilarious. care. I don't care. Um, but yeah, what's, <laughs> what's going on, y'all? Um, you know, it's sincerely see Danny back at it again. Um, yeah, I'm actually here in town, but for one night only. Literally. You feel me? Literally. Um, but yeah, it's good to be with y'all again. Murph, welcome back. <laughs> for two weeks in a row. Let's see how long that lasts. <laughs> let's start. Let's start right. a little streak. But man, you know who it is, Listen. man. Gishi, man, your favorite negrito. I'm here. Let's get it. I am here for it. So we talking about y'all. How y'all week been? First of all, let's just let me let me slow it down, man. Listen, let me give it up to let both me slow of y'all. It down. Let me give it to both of y'all. Uh, both of y'all turned thirty over the last uh, since we last recorded, man. Big big happy birthdays to both of y'all. You know what I'm saying? How y'all feeling? Tell me, Thank y'all you. hit the three zero. I told y'all I was telling bitches I was tw- thirty <laughs> since I was twenty six, <laughs> and I know neither one of y'all was lying to the hoes out here. So let me know, nah, man. Well, how how nope. y'all feeling though? Seriously, man, I couldn't even lie to the hoes. I ain't had no facial hair, so you, <laughs> you know still know, boy. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. They they weren't gonna believe I was 30 anyway. I can still tell them I'm 25, but now I feel good, man. Like it turned 30, I thought I was going to feel old. You know, like when you were younger, you're like, damn, 30s old as shit, and now I'm 30, and it's like, well, I'm no longer 20. Right, right, right. Fuck it. You know, yeah. like it—it it, it, mm-hmm. it, it feels like life has gotten more serious now. You know what I mean? Because like once you once you're out of your twenties, it's like, well, next is forty, and you better have your shit together by the time you're forty, because you don't want to be the old unk over there talking about. Yeah, you know I mean, what could have should have. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. And lonely, and lonely. Yeah, you know I mean, so yeah, that's a fact. No, no, no. Live your life. I mean, I just, I just got here. <laughs> three, it's only, it's, been, it's only been three days, but um, no, live your life. Don't think about forty. We just got to thirty. Facts. Okay? So can, let's take it. Can I ask y'all? Can I ask y'all? So now that you've officially mm-hmm. crossed thirty, it's only been a couple of days, right? <laughs> so it's not like oh, in my twenties. Mm-hmm. But looking back over your twenties, do you feel like you um, accomplished everything that you wanted to? And if not. You know, how do you plan on doing accomplishing that in your early 30s rather than on the back half? 
So I do. That's a good question. Oh, you want to go? go no, nah, ladies first. Go ahead. You want me to go first? Thanks. Ladies first. I'm, I'm older, so I'm going to go. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, nah, but um, I don't know. I think, because somebody asked me that same question, and <clears throat> I don't know if I went into my 20s saying that I was going to accomplish X, Y, and Z, or throughout my 20s saying I was going to accomplish X, Y, and Z. I think because I got to a point probably right around 25 that I realized none of this shit is going to go the way that I thought it was going to go or the way that I planned that it was going to go. Um, you know, there are little things that you believe for that you want to accomplish, like those, you know, whether they're major or minor to you. Um, but I think at some point, as younger people, we often have these very lofty goals that we think we're going to accomplish before we reach 30 or whatever. And I think for me, I got to a point where um, while I was pressing hard to do an accomplishment B, I got to a point where um, I was like, you know, we're just going to live and we're just going to allow things to happen and things to roll and allow God to really just move and do his thing. Um, it took me a while to get there, but I think looking retrospectively now, I am proud of just deciding to keep going, if that makes sense. Like, I didn't, I, I tried very hard not to put too much pressure on myself. Even if I did, um, there were people around me that were like, yeah, nah, don't even, don't do it to yourself. Just live in the moment. You're young. You can do it. You can be, you can do, you know, whatever it is that you want to. So I think being able to step back and allow things to happen, allow goals to be accomplished, as opposed to me saying, I have to do this by this, by this, by this, by this specific point in time, year, date, because none of it worked out that way for me. It just, it happened when it happened. That's real. So, I love that. Yeah. yeah. I, that was, that's basically the same thing I was going to say. Pisces, man, you just, you just still in my energy. But nah, like, come on. I went into my 20s not understanding how to live life the right way for me. You know what I mean? It was more so up until that point, I was living the life that was designed for me by society and society, meaning like the, the environment that I was in, you know, you go to school, go to a private school, you know what I mean? You go to college, you, 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 you go to college, you, you graduate from college, get a job. And then even like growing up, you talk to authority figures a certain way. You you interact with different types of people a certain way. And in my 20s, I will say that I did accomplish everything that I wanted to in my 20s, but I didn't have any real goals, I would say, or real goals that were mine until I was about 27, 28, mm. straight up. And, it, and getting to that point, I think was the hardest part because that's when you really start shaking off and, and, and finding out like shaking off the the pressures and the influence of society and finding out like mm -hmm. what the fuck you want. And I was just, I'm grateful. Mm -hmm. I will always say that I'm grateful to be able to get to that point. Cause I feel like a lot of people in life just don't even get to that point. And for me, it was a lot of like, I don't, I don't like to sit here and talk about like struggle and this, that, and the third, but it was just a lot of decisions I made. You know, here and there. And once I sat down, I thought about them because none of none of my decisions were good or bad. They were just decisions that I made at the point in time. And those decisions allowed me to get to where I am today. But like. It's really it was really beneficial for me to be able to go through each of those experiences to get to where I am now, because now I feel like I'm living my own life. That's why 30 feels so good. 
because mm-hmm. yo i can i can honestly say i am free in my and mentally mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you shit and you ain't you ain't never gonna be free out this joint you know All physically right. but mm-hmm. like mentally mm-hmm. i'm free like and i i really mean that like it, it feels so good to just be able to wake up honestly and because of that i'm more appreciative of you know the energy the people and and honestly god like I wake up and I'm grateful just to live because I'm like, yo, I'm living my life how I want it. And because of that, in the past, since 27, I've been able to accomplish things that I have been trying to do for years upon years at a time. And then now my growth is just accelerated. So now I look back like, shit, I wasted mad time fucking around. You know what I mean? But you got to go through a lot of these things in order to get to that that level, get to that place and there's always that that threshold or that that breaking point and yeah man it, it's it hit me it hit me hard 26 and a half and then after that it's been game over for niggas curtains <laughs> you know what i mean you know, watch me work that's it. listening to both of y'all man like it definitely <clears throat> just reminds me of you know when i had turned 30 and Kaylin, like when you said that you throughout your 20s you kind of live life saying okay whatever's going to happen is going to happen like i'm not going to get too high or too low about uh, things as they come my way, I just accept it. You know what I mean? As, like I roll with the punches. And I think that's something that I learned. And I think that most of us learn, especially when we went to college, right? Like we came out in a really fucked mm-hmm. up time where like jobs were scarce. You know, a lot of people had to accept positions that weren't uh, relevant to the degree, the degree that they just, you know, spent four plus years earning. Like from day one is like, yo, you may not be able to get to this or use this, but guess what? You got to figure something out. And that's something that all throughout right. our 20s, I think a lot of us just had to learn. We had to just figure things out and we just had to kind of live our life day by day. You know, not necessarily accepting what comes our way, but more so like ba- being able to adjust, you know, as things may not necessarily go our way. And, um, you know, I think that's one of the beautiful things about being in the 20s because we didn't necessarily, well, at least me, I can speak to myself, like I didn't have too many um major responsibilities where i had to like wake up and think oh my god you know, how am i gonna feed my kids or how you know what i mean like i was able to truly just live my life and explore and learn what i didn't like and what i loved and continue to pursue after those those things like and i would tell both of y'all like someone that's going on 33 like my life even since 30 and 33 like my life looks completely different and it feels completely different like yeah. The desires, I, I I always laugh and I, and I when I talk about my friends and like the, the shit that we would do, like one of my boys just sent a picture of us uh, from like, man, like seven years ago, we were out at um at this random little hookah junk on U Street that doesn't even exist anymore. It's like right off, it was right off the ninth. And uh, we had went to go see, I think we went to go see like Janicus earlier. And then that night we had went over there and I'm looking at them. I'm like, yo, this picture kind of like, it kind of made me emotional because I'm like, dog, like, is it was such a long time ago and all of our lives have gone in different directions, but it's really dope to still be friends with these guys such a long time from now, even though we're all in different, you know, spaces, we all, you know, are on different paths and journeys now. And looking back at that situation, I'm like, damn, I don't even know if I would like, I don't feel to go out no more. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't be rushing to do yeah. that type of thing anymore. Like the desires that I had in my twenties are completely different than now. But I think one thing that we all can, um, still relate to is like the desire to just excel, the desire to be great, the desire to still develop friendships and to maintain the friendships that we developed in our twenties and see how they transition into our thirties. And some just cut people off that we had in our twenties that we don't necessarily need to drag into the thirties. You know what I'm saying? Like 
Oh, I would say the 20s is one big ass learning experience, man. And, you know, I definitely am am appreciative to have two really phenomenal people in front of me and seeing y'all, you know, transition over the years has definitely been um, been an honor, man. And I know y'all gonna fuck the 30s up and y'all got plenty of plenty of room to grow. So I'm definitely excited to see, you know, even a year from now, you know, what what y'all got going on. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, no, I was, was going to say it's it's one of the reasons why I got mad different reasons why I call myself the truth. But like, I think that's one of the reasons why I'm able to be where I am today is because I realized that the world was lying to me, dog. <laughs> you know, for real, like all throughout school, I would have questions and people would just tell me, like, just just go with whatever's in the book or just do what I say or go go with the flow type shit. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, all right, but I still have questions. And then once I reached, like, you know, the 20s and, you know, it, it really sped up in college, just being able to go out and really seek the truth for myself and then realizing that, like, shit, you ain't going to be married by the time you're 30. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everything that glitter ain't gold, my nigga. Like, you ain't the smartest nigga in the room. You ain't, you're not going to get rich or be a millionaire working for somebody else, like, the, the shit just don't everything just doesn't happen how these books or how like you know the tv makes it seem like it's going to happen and i was like all right shit well now let me figure this the fuck out you know now I'm, it's it's kind of cool because my sister she's about to graduate from college in may and um you know i'm a finance guy and she hit me up she's like dating like yeah, uh, can you teach me about stocks? And I'm like, I, I, I got, I always get mad excited talking about accounting and money and shit like that. Um, I try not to nerd people out about it because I get so passionate about it. But she hit me about that shit, and we was up till three a.m. just talking stocks and shit. I helped her open her accounts, and I'm just sitting there like, damn. I told her I was like, yo, you're about to be 22, debt free, coming out of college, and she'll she'll probably be making more money than me fresh out of college, and like. That that to me is is the best, like better than anything I've ever accomplished. Just seeing her have such a head start and where her mind is versus like where I was at twenty two. Mm-hmm. My nigga, yo, she she going to be mm-hmm. crazy. And I'm you know I'm asking mm-hmm. for like five dollars when she a millionaire. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead, Caitlin. Um, no, I was just gonna say that um, at the moment that the day of me being 30 hit, I, I think prior to that, and I mentioned that at like 25 and I don't think I knew what I was saying um, or I knew exactly what I felt, but literally from the day I turned 25, I knew that 30 was going to be huge. I knew that it was going to be crazy. Like I literally would talk to people about turning 30 and I would get chills. Like, so to even see and know, just y'all know a little bit of, of, of my story and how a lot of things really kind of popped off at 29. And it shocked the hell out of me because it really spoke to the manifestation of like what my 30s were going to be. So for me, on the day of turning 30, I literally woke up and was like, I am literally living in a dream. Like it is the craziest thing. And I know that, of course, our dreams aren't always flowers and roses and rainbows and whatever and there are going to be moments um but i just i don't know i just know that this is going to continue to be like i think i was growing and building in my 20s and i was learning like you said your 20s are your your time for learning and your 30s are your time for really like budding 
and finally really sprouting. Like you come of age at those milestone birthdays, right? At 18, at 21, at 25, then at 30. And at 30, I feel like it is the moment when the ground or the earth starts to shake and that bud of whatever plant, flower, tree is starting to actually bloom and grow. And you just continue to watch this this tree blossom um, and, you know, and really become what it's supposed to. And I just feel like I've finally like broken ground. And amongst all the accomplishments that I think I've made in my 20s, not to say that none of it means anything, but this is mm-hmm. just the beginning. You know what I'm saying? And I think um, I've gotten to that point where I'm just like, okay, I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm open. Um, I have gone through every single thing that I've gone through in order to get here. Um, somebody asked me the other day, like, what was um, your worst year in your 20s? And I don't know if, do y'all have one? Because if anything, I would probably say like 28, 29. And I wouldn't even say that it was horrible. It just wasn't the most fun. I think it was because I was learning a lot more about myself and honestly, my parents. Mm. And I was learning that my parents were normal people. Like they're no longer your, oh my gosh, they're my parents. They can't do any any wrong. No, they're regular (laughs) things like the rest of us. And that was a struggle for me being an only child because I put them at such a high esteem that even now I'm like, you know, y'all are low key my yeah 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 kind of story. You know what I'm saying? Of course, you have this reverence for your parents, but there's. I have gotten to the point where like I can not necessarily tell my mother or my father what to do, but I can express my opinion without feeling you young. know how it is. You like, know as you saying? get older though, like your parents um, low key kind of become your children. Like, you know Yes. Yeah. I don't want to say they come to dumber, you and but... you, like they come to you for different things that they wouldn't as you're growing yes. up and you come to them with yes. different things. So it's kinda like yes. You know, like I would yeah. say, like my, my relationship with my mother now is obviously I respect my mother, love her to death, would literally do anything and I respect her, hold her to the right. utmost high. But we're like friends now. You know what I mean? Like we like I can right. go on with my mother now. Like when I was young, it, it, it wouldn't necessarily be yeah. like that or like when she frustrated happen? me, I'm like, Mario, I didn't even want to talk, man. Leave me alone. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I I I, I wouldn't yeah. have been able to do that in my younger years. And now that I'm older, yeah, like she knows what time it is. It's like, yo, Junior is a grown ass man. Like, yeah, I just gotta kinda, you know, right treat him like that. Yeah. 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 I don't exactly. think I had it. Yeah. 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 Would you say you had a, a worst uh, yeah? Me? A worst yeah. year. Yeah. Go ahead. yeah. I'm sorry. No, I said my my to be honest with you, I think my worst year in my twenties was that first year back from school. It was just a lot of adjustment and like moving okay. back into my parents. Like uh so I graduated 22? when I was uh twenty one. Yeah. So coming 21. back home, Come just adjusting okay. to being back around my parents full time, like, you know, adjusting back to their rules of their house. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was just a real rough transition for me. That's why I didn't stay there very long. Like, <laughs> I moved out pretty fast. And then still, mm-hmm. even when I moved out, it's like, damn, dog, paying rent. Like, what's up with this? You know what I'm saying? Like, it was much, it was all, it was all, yeah. that first year was just definitely a major, major adjustment. Um, You know how it is. Like, still kind of wanted to, like, like, I was still back at VCU all the time because I still wanted to, like, live my college life. Like, a lot of my friends were still there, so I was still going out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Damn near every weekend, every other weekend. And I still I had that longing for being back around an environment that I was I grew comfortable with for them four years. And I was trying to like mm-hmm. hold off like that, that, that uh that adulthood. Um but in my, yeah, my your whole identity, entire identity that I knew at that point was there. And it was just such a hard um adjustment for me. And then, you know, 
you kind of shake that shit. It's like, no, nah, I got to I got to step it up now. Like, I, I, my my heart cannot lie here in Richmond, Virginia. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to pick it up and I got to mm-hmm. accept where I'm at now and I got to do my best um, with that. And I think 22 mm-hmm. on, man, I always say like my, what was summer 13? How old was I? I was 20. Shit, how old was I? Summer 13. What? No, I'm sorry. I'll take that. But summer 16. Summer 16. That was the best summer of ever. So that to me, that was like okay, like, Drake. Yeah, like 20, 26. Real <laughs> shit, dog. So, summer 16 was like the best summer in DC, bro. Ever, mm-hmm. ever. Period. Like it was. Everything was popping. Everything was lit. Everything was open. Everyone was home. Like everyone was of the age now. But we like we was starting. We was starting to get to the money now at this point because we the first get school. You working bullshit jobs. Like you ain't get no money. Mm-hmm. And by summer 16, nigga, we was good. Like we was. It was just a great fucking year in general for me. Uh, but yeah, something my first year home at 21 years old, like that was that was a really, really rough adjustment for me for sure. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, it's sort of the same. Like for me, it was later on, gotcha. probably like around that 25, 26 range for me. It was just once I start, once I stopped living that storybook life, like I said, when growing up, you know, two-parent household, they their their ambitions, their life, their life goals that they accomplished were so honestly so simple, so small. Like from where they came from to where they are now, like they have comp- they accomplished everything. They just wanted a house over their head, a great family, you know, stuff like that. And then that's what they instilled in their children. So I was just like, all right, this is a happy life. Like, you know, grow up, find yourself a wife, you know, buy a house and then just live and then but for me, you know, growing up and just going throughout life, I'm sitting there. I'm like, yo, I want so much more out of life than just <laughs> uh, a happy life and and living in Baltimore, Maryland. So mm-hmm. just trying to shake all of that. And once I stopped living, like, you know, like I said, every what society wanted me to live and figured that out, you know, 25, 26 and be, in between there was probably my toughest years. But then, like. I would still say those are probably my best years because those years were what made me, you know, what helped me get to where I am today. And like every year after that has just been better than the last. And uh, it's man, look, 29 was great. You know what I mean? I I went through a lot of growth in in 29, a lot of change and I wouldn't change it for the world. Mm -hmm. And, and like 28, like everything, it's kind of funny when you start walking your path, and I always say I'm grateful. I'll keep saying it because a lot of people don't get, that's what people have to understand. A lot of people don't even understand that like a lot of people don't make it on their path. They don't, they don't get to that point where they, they have that uh, self-realization. And I was going down that path and like, I just remember, you know, things happening. I'm, I'm in, I'm in my man's car. Like, yo, like I'm not where I want to be. Like what the fuck tearing up this shit. Like I'm, I'm supposed to be out here doing this, that, and the third. I'm seeing other niggas getting in shit, niggas making it to the league, you know, other niggas starting their businesses, people out here just traveling the world and shit. And I'm like, yo, I'm making the same money they make and I ain't doing shit. And then it was like, all right, like, figure it the fuck out. And then once I just sat down with myself and and started making my own moves, you know, and I'm still honestly just figuring a lot of this shit out because this shit is all new to me. I ain't got nobody to go to and like, my parents... I think they've only been on an airplane like twice. My mom doesn't fly. So it's like my mom just, she drives everywhere. Like she drove to California and back. Like what the hell? But 
Uh, you know, she tripping. Yeah, but that's how she is. That's yeah, how she is. And yeah, it was like, yeah. you know, they they can't they can't speak beyond what they know. So I'm out, right. I'm out here just fending for myself, you know, trying to figure it out, trying to not be an outcast in a in a society that moves you along so fast. And um that's how it still is, man. Shit. I'm just I'm just moving, bro. Um mm-hmm. shit. And and that and that's how it's gonna be. So, but I'm gonna be a millionaire. You know what I mean? Look me up. I got y'all. I'll slide y'all some tax money. Oh, that, that, you know what I mean? Shit. Shout out to Jeff Bezos. You know what I mean? Shout out to Jeff. Shout out to Zuck. Screaming. Isn't he now the, uh, isn't he now one of the owners yeah, of, uh, that he, uh, he, he's in, he's in contention. The Redskins. Yeah, I mean, not the Redskins. Team. Sorry. That, yeah, they're saying they're saying he, they're saying he, he, he might be in contention for, for becoming an owner. I don't know how. To, we'll see. I don't know how the richest nigga in the world yeah. is in contention. Like, come on, bro. He can just outbuy everybody. No bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, bro. Like, bring, bring me that shit. Like, no, that's a hundred percent fact. That's I think. I think that's what. Like you said, like you said, they did. Like, they, like, you, just, like, just, like you just sit back and just watch. It's like, man, y'all go ahead and outbid yourselves. Because <laughs> when I step up to the plate. Because <laughs> my hand, you know, you know when the niggas just be sitting forward. around just quiet, okay. too quiet. Yeah. You know they got something they sneeze and that's that, it. It's like, come on, bro. Right. That nigga, that nigga playing spades with both big jokers, nigga. Like, <laughs> listen, no, you went in and, and the ace. Lynn. And the ace. And the, and the deuce. I'm saying it's like, nigga, I got the last four books. <laughs> so what y'all talking about? <laughs> Clearing the house up. Damn, yo. Yeah, Niggas bro, out here fun. buying football teams, okay. dog. I'm over here trying to look through Zara's page and figure out, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was about right, to say yeah. buying football teams that's just my freaking airpods and it's the first generation <laughs> yo, that look like yo that's I didn't even that's buy the real bank like, talk like, what the hell how do you put a price on that hey yo uh, mm-hmm. 2.5 billion alright so I got you <laughs> yeah it's like shit it's like for straight cash you know like right right no it's 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 a daggone contemplation of whether or not I want to add extra guacamole. You know, it costs extra. You know, it costs extra. You know, it costs I mean, it's extra. like the AirPods versus AirPod um, Pros. It's like, man, you know, if I'm spending this much money, like, it, what's a little bit more? But when you think about it, it's like, dog, do I need to spend an extra eighty on certain things? Like, I, I, can, I can use that elsewhere. Yeah, yeah yo, man, throw, like, throw that eighty in crypto. You know what I mean? <laughs> how, how many times? How long have I been telling y'all like a nigga want a new laptop? But every time I look at that price tag, I'm like, bro. Do I need to spend three thousand dollars on a new laptop at the moment? Like at this moment, is that something that I need to need to do? And like, is I could do it, but like, do it? You I know, I know. one day, <laughs> maybe one day. That's not a conversation. <laughs> that's a that's a horrible analogy. Because <laughs> you are walking I'm, around. I'm, with I'm trying to avoid. I'm trying to avoid the price tag. So, so. but I'm I'm gonna I'm get with the program. Though. Maybe I gift myself. Can you um? Y'all got a discount you, program. Uh, ain't no like you don't have no Come school on. ID. Don't your company you got know, a discount program or something? You know what I mean? They they probably so. But the thing is, they gave me a, a nice brand new job for my work shit, right? So I've been using I've been low key using my work shit for everything I need to do, but record the po- do anything for the podcast. You know what I'm saying? But if, I'm gonna get it. Mm. I'm sure I could finesse a, a discount somewhere. At least get you a bomb. So that, I'll do with that. 
like a external. Right. So that way, yeah. So I'm doing all my stuff. I stay. I told you, I'm like a, a double, triple save kind of dude. Like I have both five externals, and I got everything saved my music mm-hmm. twice over. You know what I mean? But it's just the fact that like I definitely, I like, be typing yeah. on the keys on my laptop, but that don't be all heavy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, like, you, hey, you, you need to get you need to create a TikTok, you know, for cooking with Geechee and become like that uh Caribbean lady. There you go. Which Caribbean lady? Yeah, yeah, the, y'all know what I'm talking about. I don't know her name. The the, the the yeah, Tabitha. Ain't she Caribbean? Not Tabitha, I've cried at the fact. I thought she's Caribbean. She's not Caribbean. You tried it. <laughs> she was like Mississippi or some shit. Caribbean. Oh, she country. Uh-huh. she is she... country. Oh. The nigga said she Geechee. Wrong key, I got it. Right. Hey, she, she Creole. Paid, though, yeah. <laughs> she did. Tell me, her daughter's like a model too, right? Yeah. yeah. That boy said. Out of nowhere. Yeah. That's funny. Well, shit, man, what are we here to talk about today, man? Yeah. We ain't really got no time. Now, don't say that. Child, I ain't really make no list. Like, I just threw some shit in here. <laughs> we you know did. We did. We eating mini money mode. It's okay. No, but really, okay, we can get to the topic, but I just want to know, are y'all having a hard time finding things to, like, converse about because we are still low-key in quarantine? And, like, it feels oh, like the same but that's what I'm talking about. I just be, like, in my room. Like, like, do you, ha- like, how do you have conversations with, with people in your, like, group chat? <laughs> oh. Are you, because I'm at a yeah. point where we are literally sending each other memes all day because there's nothing else to do. And then we'll laugh about those for about 45 days but it gets terrible because then in another group chat you're in you've already yeah. seen the thing that has been sent to that group chat and they're having a whole nother conversation so, and the joke is old by that time yeah you know yeah like, you're right there's i just sent memes new. you know bad pictures that people post on ig funny shit from twitter you know what i mean a couple of links here and there and then yeah I go hold you up. My my little group chat, my group chat's been lit, dog. All courts here, nigga. We've been lit. Well, first when the OnlyFans leave. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now niggas discovered the uh, the oh, freaky Reddits. Okay. <laughs> so freaky so Reddits. Yo, link never mind. You know what I mean? We can take that off. We can take that offline. You know what I'm saying? One offline. day, one day, you know, one day niggas just stumbled on some freaky Reddits. So that's what <laughs> we gotta make sure that I'm screaming. Yo, now we in the rabbit hole. So now y'all are in a rabbit hole. Of we he's friend. just trying to figure out who started it all. That's it. The Freaky Reddit's yeah. dog. So we knee deep in the Freaky Reddit's dog. It's a wild shit on the Knee deep in the Outside the Freaky Reddit's, bro, it's so much yeah, shit on Reddit, bro. Like, literally, yeah. any kind of information you need about anything, like, and that's what I love, like, I love Reddit, honestly. Outside the, 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 the shit I was just talking about, like, if you need help with, like, your car, your your laptop or like if you like specific podcasts like there's communities like i just love community i think it makes sense why like i work where i work because i just love and even what we do pre-covid like the parties and shit like i just love when people could get together on their own accord in their own space they're kind of going against the grave with this weird like yeah type only platform you know what i'm saying like it's just a it's just a dope dope thing that has been developed mm-hmm. um over the course of the years and like reddit like it's one of my favorite things to scroll like i like going on like the uh like in my group chats, like we'll send like random like ask Reddit shit that people posted. Um, like if like I got friends that are really into having mm-hmm. like crime documentaries, so like we'll send around like we've been passing around like links or shows and shit. Like okay. this really the majority of my group chats has been either stocks <laughs> or what's going on like the stock market, freaky Reddits mm-hmm. or TV shows or like movies and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And gaming, of course. Like I got a gaming chat gotcha. that we just be sending like. 
niggas that be cheating on the game or like bruh like not even niggas that be cheating on the game and recording it for Instagram they have like big Instagram files like we found this dude that hacks on the game and like he has like a a million followers on Instagram. I'm like, fam, like, why do y'all spend your time watching this cheating ass dude on this? Game? He beat you know the, he like, gained this system, dog. That shit is crazy. This shit is crazy. But that's really the majority of our stuff. So we try to keep it like spicy by like sending things outside of like the Twitter stuff. If that makes sense, you know what I'm saying? Or the, or the Instagram shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. yeah. Get creative, and you, and you can find anything spicy on Twitter. Spicy. So that's that's true. Yeah, I've been finding some things on Twitter. Mm-hmm. What well, um okay bless your heart. Well, shit, well, I guess we'll the first time, man. One thing we wanted to do is acknowledge we we did not record uh, when this was going on, but all the shit that's been going on in Texas with the freeze and the and the flooding of, of the, uh, the 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 whole weather situation happening in Texas. You know what I'm saying? We have uh, plenty of listeners from Texas. Definitely want to let y'all know that we're definitely thinking about y'all. But I guess I wanted to get y'all thoughts of something that happened um, a couple of days ago where. This nigga Ted Cruz hopped on a flight to Mexico and threw his daughters under the bus. You know what I'm saying? I guess I guess the larger conversation is about politicians mm-hmm. and all the lies and shit that we've been seeing as of recently. Because I got a couple things to talk about. Oh, I, I'm gonna get my piece off real quick. You know what I mean? Somebody give me his contact information because I'm gonna be in Cancun in a couple mm-hmm. months. I just need to know. <laughs> I, need, I need I need I need him to warm it up for me and let me know oh, how it is. Like, you know what probably mean? not gonna be there. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, me. I. I honestly, and it sounds really bad, but I'm not shocked by any of it. I think because there have been years and years and decades upon decades of politicians who are trifling, who could care less, who are in it, who may have begun their career in politics for a particular reason, for a a specific cause, a particular purpose, but whether it be money, or power, or influence, or some other gain that is yeah. beyond what we're supposed to know, mm-hmm. and that's just my conspiracy moment, <laughs> um, that they've completely shifted and changed. And um, again, it doesn't, it doesn't shock and surprise me. It's unfortunate because we, as the American people, it is not our it's not our immediate um responsibility to rely on them but as people of power we are supposed to be able to look for them to at least be a support for what it is that we're trying to do you know what i'm saying we do our own thing we live our lives we are not responsible um or they are not responsible for puppeteering our lives necessarily but we are we we should be able to look to them for support um for mm-hmm. and exactly be that light that we need. Um, so it's very disappointing and disheartening to know that um, there are people that have this level of power, that have this level of influence, that have the ability to help, to support, to do, to give, to demand, to call sure. to action certain things, and they choose not to. Um, it's it's very trifling, but again, I say all that to say that it's really and especially with who it is, yeah, especially with this fucking um, just and Ted Cruz, Cruz, a piece of shit. Anyway. It's history, yeah, right? You know and you know, it, what what stamped it to me is the it's fact it. that he said, "Well, my daughter's been wanting to take a vacation, so blame them." Type shit. It's like, dog, how much of a bitch are you to throw your daughters that go that's completely unrelated to what's going on under the under the bus? Like, I'd rather. Come on, dog. I'd rather, the the I'd American public. <laughs> 
who okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'd rather you like, <laughs> like well, own up, like, dog. You know what? We was trying to get up out of here. Y'all caught us red-handed. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it. Is. I don't know if y'all seen the uh, the screenshot that was going around yeah. from that mayor in like Colorado. Did y'all see that shit? Which one? Bro, there's a mayor in Colorado that was, and I'm sure if you quickly uh-uh. Google it, you can find it. He was going off on Facebook. He made like a long ass Facebook and he opened it up with some oh, or something like that. About the niggas like not having no power or some shit? Yeah, yeah. Trash. So he made a post basically saying, like, yo, I don't know who need to hear this, but listen up. We're not here to uh support your lifestyle. We're not here. If y'all can't find water on your own, that's on y'all. Yeah, like he he snapped. And as much yep. as, as, as disgusting as that. that is, I'd rather my politician let me know up front that he'll do it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, if somehow these people voted him into power for some odd reason, at least I know where you stand. Whereas, like, a person like a Ted Cruz trying to sneak away to a Cancun vacation to get out of here because it's cold. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And, like, the irony. Like, oh, you caught me right close out about the, Well, for me to close out about the Colorado mayor. The irony of him calling out, like, you know, this is what happened when the socialists take over. Fam, you're an elected official that gets paid by the by tax dollars. That is socialism, fam. You're a mayor in right. a city in Colorado. Like, yeah, you, you subscribe to socialist ideals, but y'all throw around these buzzwords, buzzwords and shit to make it seem like the left versus the right. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it, niggas is just mm-hmm. for no reason. It, it's a whole the, the government situation. Texas, the governor of Texas blamed nobody... on like um, the, the Green New Deal and renewable energy. It had nothing to do with it. Like, it's not political. If we fucked up. Because people are greedy and we have a handful of people that control all of the power in Texas and this is what happens. Like, it don't have to be blue versus red or left versus right. We just wrong. Yeah. Period. Right. Right. Also, nobody wanted to listen to Al Gore about People don't want to listen to common sense at the end of the day. It is what it is. They're listening to Trump, though. I've been reading, like, um, a couple articles that are saying how the American, like, infrastructure... Our power grids are basically p- pushing the max on a daily, on a day to day basis. Like we have so much power that we're we're using on a day to day basis that our infrastructure, minus like the weather issues, are damn near crumbling. And how we're only like I, I, I forget the number, so don't quote me. I got to try to find. It was like a USA Today article, basically saying like, man, we only a power a couple power grids from a fucking complete blackout in the United States, like how close we are to possibly having this happen across the whole country is kind of mind-blowing, you know what I mean? Especially us being the richest country in the world, how we just have not put money into these infrastructures for the people because yeah. of greed, because of capitalism, because of the mm-hmm. fact that so little controls so much. And, and But it's, it's it has it's been like that since the beginning mm-hmm. of the time, man. Like, People just don't give a fuck about other people. You know what I mean? It's a dog-eat-dog world out here. Just most white people, you know what I mean? I ain't racist, but most white people, you know, historically have been on that on that line of just living for themselves and not living for the, the, the greater good of humanity. It you is. know what I love? I love when niggas slide in the historical because hey. you can't really, you can't refute that. You can't. You can't, yo. Hey, also Trump, Trump went at uh, Ted Cruz and called his, then he called his yeah, wife a bitch or something. Ugly. Yeah, oh, yeah. Ugly. So, yeah, I mean, he, we already knew he was a bitch. You know what I mean? But, like, <laughs> yeah. And, and then, and then he the turned around ugly wife and supported him. And did see him, fam, no bullshit. And supported him, bro. Like, yeah. son, so you already know, bro. This, all this shit is a game to niggas. 
Niggas want to be politicians just for, because they went to school for political science or some dumb shit. And it, yeah, it's it's another it, nepotism. It's, it's, yeah, it's a career choice for them niggas. Just like I'm an accountant, them niggas decided mm-hmm. to get up there and stand behind the podium and lie. You know what I mean? I ch- <laughs> I chase the money. I don't give a fuck about none of this shit, man. But these, uh, when it comes to you know the United States and how we how we utilize like you know energy and power and all this shit, it's it's really sad to see how you just like Geechee was saying, we're the richest con- country in the world. But there are so many other countries that are so much doper than us because they just, their culture is different. They think differently, man. They actually care about their citizens. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, like, well, you know, that's relative. But you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. But but still, like, shit, I don't know where else I would want to live, though. But the United States, as a black man, no, I ain't going to hold you because, you know, I mean, I, I have access to iPhones. MacBook, all this shit, like you know what I mean. <laughs> hey, you know what I mean. Like I was reading a stat today, like seventy percent of people in the world live on less than ten dollars a day. You know what I mean? Wow. Like that's staggering. Ten dollars a day, my nigga. I can't even go to Chipotle right now and get the guac. Yeah, I mean, that's, but, that's but, not but, it's, but it's also amazing how in other places ten dollars can literally yes. waste the whole day. We're here because of the way the society is set up and. Ten dollars ain't shit. Nigga, you can't do nothing. You ain't doing nothing with that. You making life choices at the pump, my nigga. Like for real. Five dollars yeah. here for gas. I can slide to McDonald's. Yeah. That's terrible. Get your little chicken select meal. That's a fact. It's terrible. I'm screaming. Not chicken select. Man, I meant to put the um I meant to put the oh shout out to AOC. AOC, she uh she started she fine. A, a, well, besides that, she started a campaign. I, I, you know, you got to celebrate. You know what I mean? It's still Black History Month. She started a campaign and raised, like, a shit ton of money uh, for the people in Texas. I was trying to find the number. But, like, she, she's... I think it was... I don't think it was, like, a GoFundMe, but she she made a call to action and she raised a whole bunch of money while Ted Cruz was, like, on the flight back from Mexico or whatever the case was. So, shout out to her for doing work. Uh, when the people that actually are politicians Word. in that state ain't doing a damn thing. Hey, also shout out to her for coming for that nigga on Twitter, bro. Yo, she, yo, she came. Ooh, I, for I that. missed that part, bro. This I, I gotta send you the tweets, okay. bro. She came for that nigga neck, bro. And I think it was, I think it was during the the insurrection or whatever. She, she just told that nigga like, shut the fuck up and resign, type shit. I was like, yeah, talk spicy. I mean, that's it. Fam, can y'all hear that? Shout she, out to she, having y'all sound like it, it sound like Waffle it House. sound like go go, yeah, bro. It sound like Waffle House. <laughs> it sound like a diner. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> All right, that's crazy. But should, let's take a quick break while I send y'all the topics. The rest of the topics that I'm supposed to be having because I can't pull them up right now for some reason. <laughs> Damn, you need a new uh, phone too. Said that. Man, shut up. Hey fellas, it's your boy The Truth coming at you again with another ad from Manscaped. We're in the middle of the winter and yes, you are stuck in the house, but don't slack off on your personal hygiene. Luckily, our partners at Manscaped specialize in products that make sure you're walking around town clean and smooth. Manscaped is here to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience, offering precision engineered tools for your jewels. Make the most of the winter and take pride in your snowballs. The Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer is the best hygiene tool for the minor man. The trimmer is waterproof, so you can trim anywhere from the shower or jacuzzi. 
Manscaped's performance package is the best buy of 2021. The package includes the Lawnmower 3.0, the Weed Whacker Air and Nose Hair Trimmer, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag. It also comes with ball deodorant and ball toner. Well, you know what ball deodorant does, of course, but this crop reviver ball toner, it's made with soothing aloe and witch hazel extracts that will make your balls look up at you and say, thank you. Don't get cold feet and head over to manscaped.com now to get 20% off and free shipping with the code PMBPOD. That's get 20% off and free shipping with the code PMBPOD. Bobby bitch. Bobby bitch. Come on, son. Oh, you ain't no. That young, I'm, young, gonna, young. I'm doing a flip. <laughs> I'm doing a flip. So is this is this breaking news? We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh hell yeah! This is this is Black History Month breaking news. This is what we all been waiting for. I think I think back a year ago, I had said something on like literally the podcast a year ago. I was like, "Yo, Smurda, you know what I mean? We waiting on him. He going to be out February." And look, sure you know what I mean. Show enough. Show enough. We got Rowdy Rebel back. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Me and my man Kodak, we was out there with Lamar Jackson. And we got Bobby back, nigga. The Holy, it's, the holy it's, Trinity, huh? The Holy Trinity, my <laughs> nigga. It's over. Shout out to Kodak Black. He just got engaged. Oh, did he? Hey, that's... Shout out to the Project Baby. I don't know if he got, I don't know if he got engaged or he just gave the girl a Nah, race. he I got remember, engaged. But... Is it a she black woman? Too. Is it a black woman? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she fine. Okay, that's all You I'm know what's crazy? He had, he had just uh, saying, yo... Niggas got to have confidence like Kodak because that's one ugly nigga. But he had just sang um, like a, one cockroach looking a Valentine's Day song to JT from City Girls. She fine. And then, and yeah. Can, can we and take then a pause? Can, can this we girl take, the next let's, day? let's pause for it right here, yo. What Black I, women are fine. You know, yeah. it's like, it's weird, right? Because it's like it's this the weird, they just weird slander. All right. It's like this weird slander where they, like, they slander, they used to slander JT and say JT wasn't fine. Like, I don't remember ever seeing that. It's the thighs. She is fine. Like there's always this thing like y'all, y'all like people post pictures of JT and be like, Y'all said she was ugly. Whoever said that? You you know it's it's who said it's that? The, it's the ugly joint. I'm telling you, <laughs> the only people up, who bro. say that are the ugly joints. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's it. <laughs> it's the I mean, same always it's colorism, honestly, truly. Not to be deep, but it's, it's colorism. The same but but that you was think, but, is it, it is. but is it self colorism? Because I'm telling you right now, the nah, men period. They Find JT fine. So who is saying what? Who is saying JT ugly? It's, it's, girl. it's the ugly joints. It's the light skin girls that ain't quite. Yeah, skin. it's the ah, ugly girls. It's the same ones who was making fun of Chloe, bro. Trying to tell you the ones who got ponytails. Somebody told me the other day that ghetto girls be walking around and their ponytails look like the light <laughs> the big joints. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Your ponytail look, look, look like a thumbs up. I said, "What?" Oh my god! And, and when you think about it, it's like, dog, y'all who who be saying this? Stuff? But anyway, you know, but my Bobby free man, Bobby free man, Rowdy free. We out here. This nigga Quavo pulled up in the jet. You know what I mean? Gave this nigga a stack. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the real friends, bro. Real friends. Speaking of speaking of women, sweetie. right? And Kodak now being engaged. Oh, I thought you about to say sweet. What girl? What girl do y'all think Bobby's gonna get at? Y'all, here's the thing. It just hit me. What if Bobby and Chloe fam? That's that hey, would be lit. That would be lit. lit. I ain't gonna hold you. Yo, I celebrate it. What if I celebrate life? Now nah, that should I, be I, I'm hilarious. I'm going to the wedding, bro. 
Why she? Why she? They gonna be on that son. That's gonna be on that home and B shit. Bobby gonna come on that track hard as shit. She gonna be, look hey, for me, son, young. My mind is blown, bro. You, hey, you, what if that was the case? You, like, what other girls could you think of? Hey, but look, I ain't gonna hold you. Based off of his his uh, preliminary pictures coming off, oh my jail, god, coming out of jail. They had like three or four ugly, you know what I mean, exotic looking white women that voice. <laughs> That's fucking it. hilarious. You gotta put air quotes like, around exotic. Because it was it was wild. But, go ahead. but you gotta keep it real. The man been in jail for seven years, though. You gotta ease back into the game. You know what I mean? You need a couple, you need some, you need some practice rounds. You know what I'm saying? Oh Before you step into the Chloe, you feel me? Yeah, Chloe been out here busting it and everything. I'm pretty sure he was he was watching that shit on IG. Yeah, you know that nigga got a phone in jail. I don't think he knows. You know that I don't Chloe's think he on the map. I don't think he know yet. And I think somebody's gonna put him <laughs> on. And I think I think it's gonna be, gonna be like, oh son, you, you feel me? Hey, Chloe, feel me, son? Chloe. <laughs> All right, so can I can I be the so can I uh, be the party pooper now? Hmm. I uh I was I was on Twitter on Twitter earlier I was saying like I'm super happy for Bobby and Roddy to be out of jail. Obviously, right, you don't want to see black men down in jail. But there's a big but <laughs> as I get older, man, honestly, like as much as I enjoyed that type of energy in my music, it, it, it gets harder for me mm-hmm. to kind of overlook this shit that was going on. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, the crew, the, the whole entire crew GS9. And G Stone and them, they was doing what they was doing. They was involved in a lot of bullshit, including a lot of shootings in the open crowds. You know what I'm saying? Innocent bystanders, in particular black women, were shot and it had nothing to do with beef that him and his crew were involved with. And that's where like I kind of get torn. And it's like weird because I, I grew up on a shit. I love that type of energy. Like I love the violence, right? Like I love I love that type of music. Geechee was choosing violence. But as I get older, like it's kind of hard to like listen to the content because I know what comes behind that. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's kind of hard for me to kind of separate, like, you know, welcoming somebody home. But it's like, fam, you went to jail for you actually did a very short stint for the sh- shit compared to like your your right, your man's right next to you. They're like he has people in his crew that are in jail forever. Because of mm-hmm. murders and because of multiple, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it kind of right. gets hard, especially, like I said, living in a city where tons of children and women have been killed over the last year. Like, just right here, a young woman was murdered in her car for no, just sitting in the car late night. Like, it, innocent bystander, once again, like, it, it, it's, it's a hard, it's hard and it's a struggle for me. And as, as, as I'm welcoming him home, I'm also thinking, like, people, innocent people were shot behind the shit that they were involved in. Mm-hmm. So I don't want that to like take away from the fact that there's, you know, this black man who has a chan- another chance at creating uh, revenue for his money and changing lifestyles around him. But at the same time, it's like, I can't, it's hard for me to congr- congratulate niggas for doing stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? I, feel I think for me, because there was that kind of flip side about it. Um, merely because when he was out, I feel like when, what year was that? When he when um hot niggas it's like two thousand thirteen, twelve. Yeah. Okay, so I was in New York around that time, so I remember the hype of it all, um, and the specific sound, right. right, and how we were cool with it. I'm concerned about him trying to get back into making that music yeah. again, and him because he was away him coming back and thinking he can just kind of sort of do the same thing. I'm sure there will be people around him that are like, no, 
this new sound you have to kind of implement in your music, but at the same time, like, like you let's not let's not get yeah. that again. Let's. I just hope that he can. I'm I'm more nervous about the fact that it's gonna be the same. It's gonna be 2013, Bobby Shmurda. That I'm not interested in. Him, to be quite honest, the only thing I would wish is that uh, Pop was to be able to because I feel like he would fit so perfect, and they would have an amazing. And, and that's the thing for me. It's like I don't think that me personally, I don't think Bobby will have a hard time necessarily acclimating to the new drill sound. I think the thing okay. for me is the mm-hmm. fact that you're coming back to the drill sound. You see what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, yeah. you know, we know the type of energy in the music. We know the lyrics. We know the violence that the music is revolves mm-hmm. around and the violence that it gets from the energy that is created through the music. Like, I'm never one of those guys that's like, you know, blaming on rap music. I don't, I would never blame it on rap music. What I blame it on though is the energy that can be created by music. Like, let's, you know, and, and people can argue that, but at the same time, like, you can't, like, if you play sports, right? You're in the locker room. You know, they you play basketball. You know what I'm saying? You put there's certain music that you put on to get you hype, right? Like it's certain music that you listen to to get you ready for that event. And when Absolutely. I think about drill music to a degree, <clears throat> there there is elements to that. Like if I if I got beef with ops, music is gonna get me there to the place that I need to be. That energy is gonna get me to that place that I need to be to carry out whatever I want to carry out on that night or throughout that day. So my fear is that somebody that was early into the drill, into the drill, not necessarily the traditional drill sound, but he was still early in the drill scene, come back mm-hmm. out and went to jail for, you know, violent acts. Not, not necessarily him, but like his crew has been, been to jail or still in jail for violent acts that were committed, crimes that were committed. And then coming back out and necessarily living those raps again when you just went to jail to reform yourself or to pay your debt to society Mm -hmm. for that type of energy and the type of shit that was created behind it. And I think that's kind of the part that is kind of scary to me because it's like, we know him for this, but does he necessarily need to come back to this? And only he knows that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's kind of what I was getting at. It's like the fact that like we don't want to hear that no more. Like we've heard it before, it was an era. Unfortunately, you actually were locked up for a lot of the things that you talked. His about. whole song was so like that. Let's, let's mature. Let's hot, hot niggas snitched on mad exactly. niggas, <laughs> low key. Snitched on everybody. Yeah. yeah. On everybody. Um. So it's it's being able to hear something different, and hopefully he'll have the right people in his corner to like, like he needs to be snatched up by an OG. You yeah. know what I'm saying? To like, no, no, we can go this way. No, no, and we can get you some coins. You know, hey, music music definitely dictates your mood. Like for him, I think he came home to like, I think they showed it on his IG, like three or four platinum plaques or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, look, I'm just waiting to hear the first day out song, yo. Oh, for sure. That's yeah. it. You know what I mean? He, he, he yeah. got to drop Kodak and drop like four of them. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm waiting for his. No, for sure. I mean, the flow still there, like, you know, he had the remix with the Takashi shit, even though Takashi a rat, like, You've heard clips of Rowdy already in the studio and some of the music that he's cooking out. So the talent is still there. And I and I just hope that these young dudes that have the opportunity of a lifetime again, like they are, they were given an opportunity. And it's crazy to say that, right? When we talk about criminal justice, but that's the reality. Yeah. They were given an opportunity to come out and live their life again, where some people are never afforded that. So I hope that I wish them young brothers the best. And I hope that they use this opportunity to do some shit that's really, really life changing. I seen something on the shade room, and, and you just said Takashi, uh, that bitch nigga. Um, <laughs> he, 
are you unfollowing people that like comment on his shit or like his shit? You know, it's crazy. My man posted a uh, meme the other day, and this is one of my like one of my niggas that's you know, and I seen him say like, "Yo, I seen uh, niggas that I, that you know." He said, "I, I went on Takashi pages like seeing niggas that he know liking his pictures." Yeah, it was on shit. Yeah, yeah, and I. Uh, you know, I never, I've never been on his Instagram. I don't think ever. But I would love to go see if uh, who my mutual followers are with him. Uh, but you know, you got to think about it, man. It's a different era now. Like you know, certain type of codes and the way that you move. You know, some some niggas like are okay with with that. You know, some people I like a train wreck. The the, the I, I feel like the thing that mm-hmm. pays in this day and age is stupidity, right? Fuck. Like. Like gorilla glue, gorilla, gorilla. I'm so bored. You know what I mean? <laughs> gorilla glue, shorty. You know what I mean? She um, she was on the real. You know what I mean? Yes, she, she, ma- she made it to the real for motherfucking putting paste in her goddamn head. Like, come on, mm-hmm. son. Yeah. Like it, anything you do that's stupid nowadays pays for sure. It's, it's kind of wild for sure. But now, shout out to them young kings, man. Definitely shout out to the young kings. Like I said, I just hope they come out and use this opportunity to just get back to what they was doing before. You know what I'm saying? But but but, but new and improved. Right. <laughs> and shout out to Chloe for getting a new man. Was you speaking into you speaking into existence? <laughs> Yo, how you been? I don't know. I just think it would be very funny. You said, a, "Hey, this nigga said a new I hope of being." I could, you know, what I'm saying? I could possibly, I could see that. You know I mean? Hey, now ah, they're. He was pushing it. Um, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby went definitely. went into jail with Ashy Lips. Came out of jail with Ashy Lips. You know That's what I mean? fucking when, hilarious. Once she once she done with him, man. You know what I mean? I'm thirty now, so you know. Bro, he's a he, Bobby's a the, dirty a, a dirt, Bobby a dirty Brownsville nigga, son through and through. Like that's just what it is. Like, I feel he, it. And I know he he embraces that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, Chloe about twenty something. I'm thirty. You know what I mean? He embraces that. Know. Shut yeah, up. Yeah. Let Bobby have One thing moment. I wanted to do also okay. too, speaking of New York rappers, man, it was it's been the, the one year anniversary of Pop Smoke being murdered just just passed. Um, so definitely wanted to to send uh uh you know rest in peace to Pop Man. I was watching some videos the other day. Um and this nigga was young as shit, man. A lot of potential there. And mind. it's crazy how fast a year goes by. But what's even sadder is you know, they arrested the guys that were involved with that, and they was young too, man. They were super young too. And it just, you know, once again, this young, senseless cycle of violence that really has affected our community over the last year. I don't I don't know what the fuck was going on in 2020, but it was so much shit that we had to deal with. And his brother was obviously at the towards the top of 2020. And it it's it just seemed like before we even knew what was before we knew what happened, it just like just that trickle down there's everything just kind of continued to just get worse and worse mm-hmm. for us. So definitely want to say rest in peace to Pop. Um, I see he's gonna be in a new movie. What's my guy? It's Asian, um, Asian guy, Bobby. It's Bobby. So he's like the sh- uh, he's like he does like you talking about that basketball, the basketball joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seemed like he has a pretty uh prominent role in that joint, too. So, um, definitely, definitely shout out to, yeah, yep, 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 definitely shout out to him. Ain't that, ain't that like the Asian version of loving basketball? Eddie Huang, you talking yeah, about Eddie, Huang, yep. Eddie, Huang? yeah. He's smacking down a black girl in that joint, ain't he? Yeah, I think it's, I think the it's, love it, interest is a black girl. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it gives me uh, save your last dance. That's fucking hilarious. But the basketball version, yeah, that's hilarious. It, it <laughs> that is yeah. hilarious, dog. And while we on rest, while we on rest, our peace. While I'm while we on rest, our peace quickly. Uh, rest in peace to Vincent Ooh. Jackson, the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks wide receiver legend. Um, he was found in a uh, a hotel room recently. 
um, passed away. So definitely um, our rest, rest in peace to him. And also, this is the one that weighed heavy, heavy, heavy on my heart, man. Rest in peace to Miss Angela Hill. If you live in on this side of the city, um, if you know, uh, if you stay on on this side of yeah. the river and you frequent up and down Pennsylvania Avenue, which we know is a a big connector um, across the uh, connecting road across the city, you have seen her. Um, her home was right mm-hmm. underneath the Minnesota Avenue Bridge. Plenty of plenty of nights. Um, yeah. We've seen people. You know, we have dropped off uh, things to her, uh, whether it's water, food. Um, a lot of people. We you know over the years we've seen donate like mattresses and uh, dc dc gov always come by and clean her stuff up and somebody always comes out there and gives her another mattress and blankets mm-hmm. and so on and so forth but she was found the other day by um, a woman that was walking by to see if she needed anything she they found her um uh passed away underneath the minnesota avenue bridge um she uh apparently she had died from hypothermia um it's super sad, man. Like mm-hmm. it's it's just it's crazy because like, as much as we say DC changed, and like that was kind of one of those staples. Like everybody, everybody knows Angela live underneath the underneath that bridge, and to see her kind of go mm-hmm. now is super sad, man. Uh, Rachelle's mother lives literally right there, um, so you live right. I, I used to be right there too, right there at, at yep, right yep, there in Minnesota. Exactly. And you know her mother lived right on Minnesota Avenue, and. You know, when we first started dating, like, you know, just it just reminded me when we first started dating, I was going over that side. I used to see this lady underneath the bridge. And um, it's just sad, man. They had a vigil for her the other night. And um, it was dope to see, like, people were posting, like, pictures of her when she was younger. Um, which which was beautiful because, like, I don't know if, I mean, it, it, it gives her so much more history yeah, than yeah. just being the lady under the bridge. You know what I mean? That she had, yep. she had a, a whole life that she lived. Because when I I saw her, I never had, um, I was always moving and going, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, I never had the pleasure mm-hmm. of stopping to drop things off or whatever the case may be. So I would always just see mattresses and piles of stuff. But she, to me, she had it decked out. Yeah, like maybe yeah. that people clearly took care of her. Um, so to be able to see that, like, no, she came from a history or a line of like living. Um, and whatever the situation that led her to to stay under the bridge, like for sure, there was more life to that. You know what I mean? And people often don't don't give people who end up being homeless their flowers in terms of as humans, recognizing yes. them yes. as human beings and as people that lived lives that had parents that had kids that you know had brothers, sisters, whatever. So it was it was beautiful. To, Absolutely, to see Absolutely. I believe she had a daughter. Um, as well, but like you said, man, like we don't necessarily like it's society doesn't view people that are in unfortunate situations as humans, and that's the super sad part. But I will say, man, you know, I feel like DC, especially this side, is just filled with so much culture, and it, it regardless of the bullshit that be going on sometimes, mm-hmm. like it's still one big, large community, and we take care of our own. So it's really nice to see over the years, man. They always held her down, like like you said, man. She always had stuff. She always had a mattress, like. Food, yeah. heat is like waters, like cases of water. Like, like you always saw her underneath there with stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, plenty of nights where I've seen people drive by, like going going across back towards Eastern Market. You always, sometimes you have to watch out when you're making that turn because cars will be pulled over with their flashes on, dropping stuff off or like, and that was a common mm-hmm. thing you saw all the mm-hmm. time. So um, definitely shout out to her, man. But once again, man, this is a, a reminder, man. Check check on your neighbors. Check on, your, on the people that live close to you. You know, if you can, you know, give them a couple of dollars here and there because it, it goes a long way. And, and, and homeless people are still are still human beings at the end of the day. Like they don't they don't deserve anything more or less than we do. Um, 
so yeah, man, that's those are my those are my sad news for the for this episode. That's all I got. For sure. Speaking of speaking of well, to kind of continue on the rest in peace part, but also to talk about yes. the recklessness of lyrics. Um hell of a transition. Um, you know, it's it's been it's been it's been um over a year yep. since Kobe passed, right? Um and it still weighs, I think, really heavy on everybody just because of the weight that um or the the role that Kobe played in pop culture and sports culture and just growing up in general, um, watching him play, watching him grow up, watching him become a philanthropist and a dad and a husband and you know, to overcome so many different things. Um, but to have um an artist choose to utilize his passing in the way that he passed as a line in a rap song, um, to me is absolutely disgusting. So if you don't know, um, I don't even remember. Was it for a remix? I, or yeah, me. I think it was just a. Um, it was like a leak for a song he got coming. I think it was. I think it's hit with somebody what else. Was the song with Lil it's Baby? Him and somebody else. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. I think you're right. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes, I think so. Um, but yeah, and it's all I know um, that nigga said something ahead. like, you know what I mean? Them niggas can't get me. I'll go down with my chopper like Kobe. He says, yeah, if I ever lack, I'm going out with my chopper. It'll be another Kobe. Hey, son. I, hey, I, you know, I, it's me. It's I, me, I bro. I've been telling y'all niggas. It's me. But the thing is, so a part of me was like, okay, he couldn't have meant it that way, right? Like, I immediately am, like, trying to, like, okay, he couldn't possibly. Because why would you, why would you choose he thought that, it was of all cool. things, to say, to talk about? How? You know, Meek me, me is corny as fuck, you know what I mean? Like, I've been saying that. It actually, it has changed my, it has definitely, because most of y'all know how <laughs> I feel about Philadelphia, right? But, um... <laughs> But it is it has since changed. Like my he's mm. always I feel like been a little bit corny, but my total of my full opinion of him and his choices were definitely so question and a question for y'all. Yeah. Question for y'all. Okay, so what in particular do you personally have issues with? Is it the lyric? Is it the timing? Like, is it the fact that it's just simply Kobe and we love Kobe? Like what about it? Like is 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 it, all all the above? I I think all the above. I think it's I think it's definitely the lyric and the timing. I don't even know if I would say timing because yeah. even ten years you, from you, now, if you were to say it, it's still you don't like disrespect the uh, a black legend. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't see niggas out here like honestly. I I don't hear rappers making fun of like Prince or like Michael Jackson in their lyrics. Uh, you know what I mean? They they had jokes. Uh-huh. They had jokes when he was alive, but then after he died, no, no, no. Somebody said something about uh, who was it? Was it Nikki that did a line about Michael Jackson in the um, in the inject or the shots or something? Or was it Prince? Somebody wrote a line about Prince and being uh injected with whatever. Oh, like the, oh MJ, MJ oh, Doctor, yeah, the yeah, killer. Yeah, yeah. Propofol. I know yeah, they hope right, Propofol. That's right. Nikki. Um. So that was a line. And, and look, I don't her, remember her, if people were upset about that. He did the science. <laughs> The the corny niggas all gather together, it's, and and the crazy good. thing is, 
it could tap your temple. The, the sad thing is, is Kobe was a, I mean, yeah, Kobe was a Philly yeah, nigga. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, he, he grew up in Philly, so it's like, it, it, it's, Meek just corny, bro. He's the black version of Takashi 69 in my eyes. Corny, corny, but just corny. corny? I think, bro, that's it, bro. That's, that's why they was only selling Instagram, because I don't know no nigga that's going to approach you in the streets and sit there and fucking videotape you while he yelling at you and you just be like I'm gonna spit on you bro what the fuck all this shit is tied together with levels of corny like my thing is like with the Takashi shit like if you see this thing coming at you nigga just leave or just don't go outside like you literally don't have to entertain the bullshit because you know the bullshit is coming but because you're a corny nigga you can't help but do the corny shit like it's so easy to draw a corny nigga into doing corny shit because it's part of who they are now, my personal opinion, what the lyric goes, is like, I'm, I got like, I got like mixed feelings about this one, right? Like, I, I like shock bars, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? In the early 2000s, the punchlines, the shock bars, like, that was part of rap. My thing is, mm-hmm. I just don't like the mm-hmm. bar itself. Like, if you're going to use, if you're going to do a Kobe Chopper bar, at least make it be like, dope. Like this bar is really, really trash. I was a uh, yeah. Rayvon had posted um a meme and I had responded mm-hmm. back to him. I'm like, bro, like, d- but despite the fact that you mentioned Kobe and Chopper in the same bar, like, I get it. Like, there's still the time and it's fucked up. But like, the bar wasn't even dope. Like, if right. the bar was dope, like maybe you might mm-hmm. be able to, you know, get a slight little patch. Yeah, but because the bar and the setup was trash, mm-hmm. and more importantly, the setup had nothing to do with the bar. What the fuck was you thinking? Yeah. Because it had nothing. Yeah, it had nothing. Yes, it was elementary. Shock value. Shock value. But that's that's true. (laughs) Do y'all see that Vanessa Bryant um, said something? She broke her. Yeah. And you know it's trash. Yeah. Before we get to that, before we get to that, I like the fact that she said, Mm -hmm. I'm not very familiar with this man's music. (laughs) Period. Never heard of you. Real loud. Who said what? Sorry, hey, that's funny. I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm sorry. sorry. God bless. What'd she say? What'd she say? God bless this man. Yeah. Listen. God bless. Listen. No, no. Uh, dang, I used to know the whole thing. Um, if we was walking down the street, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know thing. Sorry to this man. Shoot. I don't know who this I man hate is. To break to you. I don't know who this man is. If we was walking down and the street, was, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. That was Vanessa Bryant. Sorry I love the man. fact that she was so shady with it. Respect, deservingly so. She know who Big because Boy is. Because the thing is, but, but the thing is, she was being shady because she, girl, you know. You know, you know who Big Boy is. But I love it. See, I'm not familiar with this man's music, but either way, it was distasteful. And it was. And it was. You know what I mean? Especially because he is the anniversary. She even came out and said, hey, guys, can y'all keep the, the post and the tagging and all that stuff limited? Like, it's not a moment where we want to... Because re- we got to remember, yeah. it's not just Kobe that died in that chapel. Ch- children, like g- little girls yes. that weren't even able to yes. live, see their prom died in the joint. So it's it's really, really hard. Yep. And for him to bring that shit up yep. in that corny ass, it's like, bro, I can't respect this nigga, man. I can't. I, I, think, I think the corniest thing was him posting that he apologized to her in private. Oh, like, did he? Son, you apologize. Yeah, you apologize to her in private. If he said he apologized in private, he should hey, Hold on, I'm confused. Private. Hold on. We're dealing with was for that today? Was that today? Yeah, I I saw it on. Um, so after she I said something, he came out and said, but I, I got Meek Mill. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, I got Meek Mill muted, though, so you already know. Yeah, that nigga. 
Um, I don't see nothing about him apologizing, but I don't doubt that he did. Um, I mean, yeah, that he would have had something to say. But you know who I want to know um, that said something to him? I would want to know if they did not probably believe that he got a phone call. And it is from Sean Corey sure. Carter. Sean Corey Carter called man, what you doing? him and was like, my nigga, what, what are you doing? Jay-Z has saved, I don't know why he liked the nigga, but he has literally <laughs> saved that nigga's career. And I feel like that's why like, like, We've been here before. I just sent it to you. Why are we doing Even it? though Ross has said some outrageous shit in his rap, so I'm sure Ross called him like, fam, we can't. Yo, Ross has said some You know who shit. else called him with the most emotional with the most emotional vocal ever because he's a nigga that you would know. Wale called Yeah, you know it. Wale What's, called him he, crying. He's a crying okay? or screaming. He called either him crying. crying or screaming. You know he's the one of the two. Like yeah. it's the extremes on both ends. No, he was he was screaming. He was screaming. There we go. So angry mixing, that he mixing brought too. It's a hundred percent fact that that nigga yeah. did that shit. Because I probably would too. You know what I'm saying? Like if I was. You know what I mean? If I was yeah. big man, I would go off like so. What the fuck was you thinking, though? Like <laughs> honestly, what was you thinking? Yeah, yeah. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? It's, it's, poor taste, it's man. Poor. It's, it's poor. Um, listen, totally. Before we get, oh, I don't totally, know if I saw this, but uh, Tiger Woods, man, he got into an accident. I haven't seen what the update is, but this is also some more breaking news. Um, apparently, he got into a solo car accident, like in some, I think maybe like Calabasas or something like that. But apparently, where wherever it is, there's a bunch of like winding roads, and he, uh, it looks like he lost control. So I'm, I hope he's okay. Um, definitely thoughts and prayers to, to, to Tiger yeah. Woods. You know what I'm saying? Even though he don't really rock with us like that, he's still another black legend. You know what I mean? Bro, yeah. They they said, well, he was um he was teaching golf lessons. He had like Dwayne Wade out oh, really? there. Um, yeah, he was teaching celebrities golf lessons. And then um, I saw the pictures. You know, TMZ trash. Big trash. They they showed the picture, bro, and his car flipped wow. over a couple of times. I'm sorry, yeah. man. So they had to use the, uh, what was that, the jaws of oh, life wow, to get okay. him out. But they, the latest report did mm-hmm. say that um, his injuries are not life-threatening. So Good we'll to see, see that, man. I, 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 you know, praise I'm up, praise up. Enjoying the videos of him and his son. Um, him and his son got like the same exact mannerisms, like same exact, the way they walk, the way they hold their golf club, mm-hmm. the way they swing, the way they like stand around, the way they put their hands in their pockets. It's like one of the cutest things ever. Like when I be looking at, when I be thinking about having a son, like it's really, really dope to see Obviously. his son is a beast at golf and he literally acts just like his dad. So it's like cool to see Aww. that. Like some of it is probably just natural. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, it's yeah. dope. It's real dope. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, shit, y'all got anything That's else? Adorable. Well, speedy recovery for him. Um, no, I just get it. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) My PMB is to all the niggas who follow me. Come on, (laughs) niggas post one. Niggas post one little picture and they keep the following. I I post one little picture and then my numbers say. And the thing is, I don't even be tripping about it. I just think it's very funny. That um, you know, people share a little bit of their lives, and then I'm out of here. I'm out of here. They just run head (laughs) for the hills, head for the hills. But it's cool. We we plucking them off. It's one by one. Yeah. Whatever. Um. But yeah, that was it. Hey, what do niggas on? What what do niggas unfollow for? They unfollow for the reveal, and then when the joint pop up pregnant, that's it. That's real shit, though. Reveals of pregnancy. But the reveal happened. What about the wedding? I haven't seen no uh, reveal weddings. 
that's wild. If you're revealing, yeah, I see okay. reveal engagement or like engagement. I, I de- Sam, I definitely saw re- reveal engagement. Um, like two days ago, this girl I went to school with. Yeah, this girl I went to school with had no idea. She never mm-hmm. moved in silence, kept it playing, and uh, she got proposed to. Um, and she posted, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's dope. And obviously, you know, if you was like a real friend, you know, but I, I didn't know she based on the internet. I didn't know what she had going on. So shout out to her. You know what I'm saying? Black love. Right. Right. You know what I mean? You'll say shout out to her, Black Love. You know what I mean? All 2021. All 2021. Just together. That's all I had. Hey, you know what I mean? No Shit. I'm just waiting on all these new new Lil Baby songs to drop, man. Lil Baby been teasing us saying he got mad songs. He got a song coming out with SG um, who, soon, who? though. So, you know what I mean? SG. He just signed to, uh, he just signed to us. Gotti. You know what I mean? CMG, man. CMG Music. SG. I'm 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 gonna have to I'm gonna have Sean to <laughs> no nah, S G like I'm saying E S T G E E S G Oh okay 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 yeah, I thought it was Now he cool he yeah, cool I, I mean he he sound like another Gotti nigga sound like you know mixed between I just heard a oh Pusha yeah Pusha I see that nigga does I'm not familiar Oh my god I so, I heard the man, name but I don't know I just, none of his music Where he from Memphis too Yeah okay. South Memphis. He, but he signed to, uh, he, yeah, he signed to, he, 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 uh, he signed to 10-7. Yo, Shiesty, yeah, bro. He didn't do Walker. My man, shout out to, uh. He the one that's on that, uh, the beatbox song. The Fam, that's his song? One of them on beatbox. Oh, okay. It, no, that's, that's, uh, Spot em Yo, Got Him. Yeah, bad. Yeah, I can't keep Shiesty up. Shiesty is also on the song. Spot em Got Him. Push. Pusha T got the hits, bro. He got the hits. He just he just went gold today. What's the song? What's the what's the song? Uh, the junk below dirt. Uh, back in blood. Oh, I keep seeing people saying back in blood, but I'm not familiar. I'm old man. Yeah, I'm listening to um. That shit tight, bro. He got the other song twerk something. Okay, that's gonna be in the club. I'm gonna spend I'm gonna spend a couple of them just when we get out of here and see if I see what I think. I mean. Should I ain't got no PMBs, man. I'm just like I said, happy to be here. Glad y'all was safe over y'all 30th. Um, and that's it, man. What's what we rocking with for the vibe? Yeah, 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 yeah. I changed okay, my mind. Okay. Speaking of, I actually want to put. I, I, ah, I said I wanted Jazzy Sullivan. Never. Down, right? Oh. No, no, no. What he was doing? Come on, man. What's that? What's <laughs> your love ballad, man? You know what I'm saying? With the reveal, I thought you were gonna come up with some love songs. What? Oh no. That was going to be but I changed my mind. Um because this this actually and this is a little bit hood, right? This is hood, but this speaks to this speaks to our, you know, our relationship. We the song that I'm going to uh put up for the vibe of the day is a song by Lil Dirt featuring Oh yeah. And it's called Still Trapping. Still, oh, yeah. Still trapping. Oh, oh, nigga. This is, this nigga, this is dedicated to you, boo. Yo, that's Still it, bro. We be in the car. Yeah, I mean, we, we be in the, the car joint. vibing out. I posted that shit earlier. Real ghetto. Still Trapping, King yeah. Von, and uh, Lil Durk. Lil Durk is on fire, dog. Hey, rest in peace to King Von. But yeah, the voice. This song. I think this I, I, song, think I'm, I think I know this song. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah, Jerk is That nigga's on everybody's music right now. He hot. He hot right now. Hell yeah. All right, man. Well, this was fun. Shit, I'll see y'all niggas yeah, man. next week. Same time, same place. Yes, sir. Let's, let's get it. All right, hey, man. man. The truth, we out. <laughs> this ain't no G. This shit smoking. This shit thrust for real. 
This that shit that had you choking and got Tuka killed. Niggas chasing clout and claiming bodies they ain't do for real. And my bitch got ass shots, but I promise that this strap is real. This ain't no G, this shit smoking, this shit thrust for real. This that shit that had you choking and got Tuka killed. Niggas chasing clout and claiming bodies they ain't do for real. And my bitch got ass shots, but I promise that this strap is real. Niggas ain't gon' shoot for real. They ain't gon' shoot for real. Call up Muwafi, grab his Glock, and he gon' shoot the kill. I done hit stains for real. Uh, niggas ain't game for real. Uh, niggas go to jail and tell. I done seen hits from my cell. Bad bitch, post my bill. Uh, scream fuck 12. Uh, all these bills came from the cartel. They say I got mail. Damn, who got no? Uh, that boy a trophy, I'ma put him on the shelf. This ain't no G, this shit smoking, this shit thrust for real. This that shit that had you choking and got Tuka killed. Niggas chasing clout and claiming bodies they ain't do for real. And my bitch got ass shots, but I promise that this strap is real. This ain't no G, this shit smoking, this shit thrust for real. This that shit that had you choking and got Tuka killed. Niggas chasing clout and claiming bodies they ain't do for real. And my bitch got ass shots, but I promise that this strap is real. Ain't gon' lie, that little shit major. My host carry tasers. Yeah. When it comes to this little paper, my shit coming page. Sure. When I had to slow down all through drawers, I had to go through phases. Sure. Even though we fighting all on cases, keep yeah. them guns on stages. Who could gave me X pills, told me chase it, but I cannot take yeah. it. Why these niggas acting like they real, but niggas know they fake it? I can't take it. He a bitch, just hold his ass. Shh. Bro, slide with a COVID man. Shh. Last op, he overgas. Goddamn, he got back door. Goose goose, he overgas. Dope, loose screws, I better ass. Foo foo, them chains for the low low. Goof dude, he'll stay, he don't know. Bitch. <coughs> This too, too smoke. Do don't let deuce deuce blow. Boo hoo, why you crying? You a hoe, bitch. Fuck you, now you mad? He ain't no. This ain't no G, this shit smoking, this shit thrust for real. This that shit that had you choking and got Tuka killed. Niggas chasing clout and claiming bodies they ain't do for real. And my bitch got ass shots, but I promise that this strap is real. This ain't no G, this shit smoking, this shit thrust for real. This that shit that had you choking and got Tuka killed. Niggas chasing clout and claiming bodies they ain't do for real. And my bitch got ass shots, but I promise that this strap is real.